What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Dispatching Live, Thursday, noon, Central Time. Sue. Oh, I don't even have my <laughs> I don't even have my, have my background effects ready to go because I've Whoops. been I know I've been out of the office. Why hey, why don't you You've do me a favor? Vacay. Oh my god, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so glad I make it look easy. Um well I really do want that. So do me a favor. Before I do anything else, I can't even do my woke waiver or nothing. Um, why don't you take the screen, say hello to the live chat. I'm going to grab my, uh, and welcome, you know, welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and saying hello. We'll go into the live chat, and we know that, you know, if even if you don't say hello, whatever you're doing. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Sue, uh, go ahead and share your screen, and, uh, and, and you're going to fill See, I don't even have it. Look, I don't I'm even have it set in, up huh? right. I don't have it right. Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. So, check, let me... Two, yeah, take it away. Well, let's... Um, okay, cool. Let's do... We haven't done this um, for I'm a while about away. what, Keep what going. the load is. Yeah. Okay. What the load count is. And we're at 30,582. Um, the last time we were on the show, which was August 31st, we were at 36,576. So, we're down about 6,000 um, at least. I would say that off and on today that might be off you know off a little bit i will say as everybody probably knows this all sucks um <laughs> everything's been pretty horrible load rates are down as usual we've still never even come out of the slump from last year or the first of the year sorry in january um so we've been just slumping along the whole year long and i don't foresee it changing i think it's going to get worse um and as we all know, I believe we've got a GM thing coming up where at midnight tonight where they're going to strike or not, I believe. So that's really going to affect us next. It's going to affect oh. probably OEMs more than us. So but, the strike, okay, so that, that's that. I had heard the strike was, yep. you know, speculation that's happening. Yep, that's what they're saying oh, tonight wow. at midnight, I believe is what Jen said. I mean, um, she was on the. This story's been in the news. Yes. A lot. I mean, a lot. And, it, you know, you can't tell. That's what's interesting about stories in the news. You can't tell. Is there progress? Is it not progress? It looked to me like it was something was going to happen. I think it's going to happen. That's what everybody is really predicting it to happen. So wow. we'll see what actually takes place and how long it takes place. Because you know didn't we have this happen a couple years ago? Well, you know, like yeah, strikes kind of. I think we talked about it. Yeah, I it happens strikes at least once have a the same schedule as like the Olympics. <laughs> you know, every, every four, four. years. <laughs> I, it's not funny. I know it's not funny, but people, you know, no, it's, it's hard. Not, to keep, it's, but it's hard to keep track of what's happening with well, strikes. True. And there's now there's many. Um, I mean, you know, you've got the. There's a strike, it, writers and actors in Hollywood, and then the baseball players go on strike sometimes, and then, and you just, we can't follow <laughs> it all. It's, it's, I think yeah. of it like, you know, or let's get off that. I think of it like congressional committee meetings. I mean, there's always another investigation and task force, and I, I just can't keep track. You know, and well, that has nothing to do with auto transport either, that, right? Right. Uh, I think I got yep. my sound effects here, I, and I definitely got some kind of squeaky cable that I got to change out. So that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, "Wait, why did you share this show?" All right, let me start with this. Got a new thumbnail. All right, I'm looking into. Uh, let's see if we. 
Oh, good, it works. I'm looking into uh, updating some, you know, website design on this channel. Because um, I haven't done that. I mean, you know, how long have we been looking at the same dartboard and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, right. And but you know what's missing from this photo? Me. You. You're missing <laughs> from the photo. So I, I'm gonna. You know, this is just a. This is actually the first uh, design proposal that I got, and I shared it um, because we're we're living in a live laboratory. Man, somebody called Gary Newman. That sounds like a great follow-up <laughs> album to Cars. Living in a live laboratory. We are doing that here on Dispatching Live. Um, that's why it's called Dispatching Live. Because we do so much dispatching. So, um, I'm just going to keep moving on. But, I mean, you know, it's better. It's probably better than this. Because, well, true. right, this doesn't tell you anything. In fact, somebody's like, man, they never play darts. <laughs> so, true. Right? Very True. <laughs> All right, well, so I mean, you know, so we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot. Got to get this, but it, I mean, I do like this. This looks good. If you if you like it, I'd love to hear. You know, put, please put your thoughts in the live chat. Which again, like I said, we'll go to leave your likes and your thoughts in the live chat. Thank you so much. We'll do. We will go into that. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Okay. So then I can't. I'm like. Okay. I'm making a lot of changes. Do I keep reading the disclaimer? Yes, I think you have to. I think you're right. I know That's what I fun. was thinking. All right, let's but... <laughs> do it. Here. I know. It, it, it's not really fun. I don't really like it. And um, and for the record, I would... it's COA. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, that's the problem. It is COA. Got to do that. Um, but I really do think that uh, ATI is, is proving to be the true neutral zone. And I see, I see some folks, you know, coming back to take another look that are in the in the corporate world um i know that you know this channel can be misconstrued at times because reporting the news is you know, not everybody will do that and we're doing that all right let's keep going all right let's read here we go uh please be aware that in compliance with dei the views and analysis provided on dispatching live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to ati auto business auto transport intel any affiliates advertisers or audience members all viewers and participants of this content expressly waive any rights during this live program whether in voice chat comment video or audio and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinion that may relate directly to ati auto business auto transport intel any affiliates advertisers audience members or any other company or individual and you should not feel you have the right to do so all right all right like i remember that's the micro i read it like the micro machines guy from the 80s the guy that was, he was the fastest talker in the world i think i didn't come anywhere close to what that guy can do um i do like to remind people that this is the dispatching live effect you might feel a bit woozy you may have watched other programs you may be used to scripted programming you're like what are we doing here I mean, even carriers like well, this guy doesn't even drive a truck. I mean, nobody knows what what is this channel. This channel is called the Truth for Everybody. <clears throat> I know it's tough. It's hard. Um, and we've been here since 2017. We weren't the first, but we might be the ones that are still here. 
the longest. I'm not sure. Really don't know. Auto Transport Media since 2017. Full ecosystem. New cars, used cars, dealers, services, brokers, carriers, shippers, dispatchers, equipment. Neutral zone. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Sue. Take it away, Sue. You said this. We need to talk about ratings. There's a new okay. issue. What is it? Thank you. Okay, so... Um, let me take the screen. Yeah, yeah, show yeah. Awesome. What is going on? Uh, cool. Love it. Stick around live chat. Thank you so much. Let me make sure I have the Okay. I really mean that. I appreciate it. We're, so, we're glad to have you here today. Um, let's get into ratings here. So what we found out or discovered. So, okay. People pay me broker fees. All right. They don't pay me on time. Used to be back back before. I just didn't give them a rating, and that was kind of my heads up of I knew why I didn't give them a rating is because they slow paid me or whatever. If they didn't pay me, they got a negative. But if they slow pay me, they don't get a rating at all. Well, now that we can, these are transactional ratings, right? We're supposed to rate them every single time. Well, they didn't let us all know that if you did a certain thing, you never got to rate that company ever again. So let me show you. So I've got all these pending. Now, do you see this little button that says dismiss? Yeah. If I dismiss that, I can never rate them ever. Like, ever. What? Why? Yeah, why? Why would you do something like that? Is that not the craziest crap ever? And it's easy to click, and then you don't know what you've gotten yourself into. Right. Well, we didn't know it because we were doing that. We were like, people who were paying us 30 days, we're dismissing it. I'm not giving them a negative. I'm not giving them a positive. But it, to me, it was like, because here... This is so yeah, different now. It should just say dismiss forever. Yes. Just say you're screwed. <laughs> don't, don't push this button. It should That's have been Do not push this button. That is really but, interesting. Yeah. And so it used to be like we keep kind of – I will say that this lineup is easier to keep track of as far as who owes me and, and all that good stuff. But – like I said, we pressed dismiss on several of them that paid us late yeah, just so no, that I would I know they weren't getting in. a rating. I wasn't yeah. doing one or the other. Right. Exactly. I just and then get all of a sudden Jim went to try to go, yeah, try to go give a rating on someone that, you know, had done another load for us, but they paid us on time. Well, she's like, I can't access them. What the hell's going on? And so she sent them an email and guess what happens? Well, we get the little Thing that says you are no longer allowed to rate this company because you dismissed it but it should be something that they should let people know other than going in to learn about transactional ratings i don't even know if it's in there to be honest with you but um still like look there's even a big thing that says dismiss all how many people probably push that and they're just thinking they're getting it off their screen so they don't have to deal with it nobody would know so yeah that's a big foobar as far as i'm concerned that should not have been up there or they should explain it better or right. something oh, to oh, that effect. Okay, so what happens if you hit dismal, dismiss all? Is that dismiss all That'd forever? Be all of them. Yes. Forever. Yeah. yeah, forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yeah. And most people aren't going to know that. You know? Oh my so, gosh. This is yeah, weird. It, that's, I mean, it is weird. I don't even know why you would offer that as an option, to be honest with you. So... I don't. I'm. I think I'm confounded. <laughs> I, I believe you. You have. You have found a a a uh, a hole in the time space fabric continuum. continuum. <laughs> yeah, we were lost. That's weird. I it mean, is weird. It Why is would weird. You do that? And I'm. I'm. I'm actually trying to. I'm trying to be fair and balanced here, and I. I, I feel very off kilter. 
I'm, I think I'm experiencing the dispatching live effect. Ah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> nice, nice one into there. <laughs> yeah, thanks, because I actually, that makes no sense. Of it course doesn't. I just want to dismiss this moment. Yeah. Not all moments forever containing this. Yeah, why would you make it forever? I don't know. I, it's, so now I can never, like if we did that on several companies, which we did without knowing that, yeah. never can do that again. Oh, wow. Well, maybe it's, gosh. Yeah, so when I, I go know, in man. and they want to haul for me. Right, again, BGA like, was just about to press the button. Let's say hello to the live yeah. chat and then go to BGA. Uh, Ty is in here. He loves Sue. He loves Renee. Thanks, Ty. National Car Shipping Inc. Justin says hello. Renee is here. Renee is in the waiting room. We'll tell you more yes. about that. Uh, let's see here. If, Ty says if there are no new cars, it will impact used cars. Um, Justin says, wow, thanks yeah. for letting us know that. Would have bothered the heck out of me if I did that and then needed to do a rating. Yeah. BGA said he was about to press the button. Yeah. I mean, we're not. Okay, good. So we're not alone here. Or, you no. know, you're not alone. Well. Or, and or, but I mean, so everyone's doing, I would do the same because here's what would happen. I'm on the phone. I'm busy. I would see this right. and I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this right now. Or I don't care. Dismiss. Right. 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 And then later right. on find out. So you literally can't give them a rating ever again. No. Because you dismissed it. That's, that's bananas. Yeah. That is well, bananas. So you're I mean, okay. So you're so you're encouraged. Well, you know what? If you don't want to deal with it right now, I guess just give them a one star, right? Or a three star. Right. I don't know. Good point. Right. Right. But I mean, you know as well as I do. There's a lot of people who are just like, shit. I don't have time for that. We're just pressing this. Oh, all. oh, please. Then, yeah, it's all day. Later on. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Gary's in the house. Yeah, What's up, Gary? Much. Yeah. No. I mean, that is really so. What do all right? So solution time. I mean, what do we do? Well, I, I mean, what can be done? You send an email? Yeah, we send an email to CD. That's the one that responded and said, well, you're basically screwed. You can't dismiss them. <laughs> and then think you can go back. But you know, then there's no point, honestly, in asking a question back and forth because you and I both know that they don't care. <laughs> so well, it's like pointless. Now, oh, come on, Sue. It's a new oh, day. Oh, come on. Uh, all right. So, uh, why do, <laughs> so why does it matter? Let's do, let's play. Why does it matter? Yeah, does it I mean, matter? What does it matter? It does, does it... matter because oh. one minute they may do a, a crappy job, and the next minute you might want to give them another chance, and then you can't even give them a positive. Or say you just by accident press dismiss. You didn't even pay attention. You could never give them a positive, and then they want us to start using all these transactional mm -hmm. ratings, and you can't ever do it again for these people. It's kind of the same concept with like you can't give Metro a, a positive. You can't give any big broker or anything because they don't use central and they ah. said they were going to fix that i have yet to see it fixed yet mm. and i mean because i mean same thing with who all doesn't use central to send you the load and that's their that's the rule auction direct metrogistics montway i mean the list goes on and on they can never give out ratings to us we cannot give them out ratings which you know as well as i do there's some in there that really need some ratings not good ones but anyways but you can't do it because they didn't use central dispatch to send you that load and that's the other problem we all have with it um so, also found uh, another thing out today oh. from lena Ooh, what? she um like you know how you can get a load and figured out you can't do it and you didn't even accept the load 
Well, she found out that you can give people still negatives, positives, and they said, okay, only if you accept the load. Now it's, See, you know. I think, I think Gary, I think Gary got it. They don't want ratings at all? I mean, and I'm, again, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not even reading what he wrote. You can read it for yourself. My point yeah. is, it seems like, and, and let's go to camera one. It seems like we're getting the gist that this is something that somebody just doesn't really want to manage anymore. And so oh, absolutely. it's right. I, do that's we all agree on that? It, seem, right it seems oh, like yeah. this is something that's, and, and, you know, oh, here's what I want to say, Sue, and this is a good time to say it. Let's talk to the executive, the VP in the corner office. Why does right. any of this matter? Dear Mr. Well, VP. Yeah. Fill in the to blanks. Them it doesn't, Dear probably. Mr. VP, why? Sue, tell the VP why this matters, please. I mean, does it matter? Are we all oh, just yeah. yapping away? Are we? Yeah, no, it absolutely matters. And if okay. they want to have a conference with me, I'll go over it with them front to back. And well, we're having a conference now. I think this is this okay, is going to so... be your, your one shot. <laughs> Dear Mr. VP, fill in the blanks. So we need to be able, first off, dismiss should be gone. Uh, I mean, just take it off because it's going to screw so many people over. It's not even funny. Um, but, you know, ratings are important to us as brokers and transporters. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know if everybody's noticed, but they're getting really crazy on these ratings. I mean, the stuff people are saying about everybody. I have seen so much incredible crap on here that it's unreal. Now, yes and no, it helps. I have to look at not just the rating. I have to look at who gave them the rating. And if I know the broker or if I know the carrier that may have done it, that kind of sways my decision as to whether I'm going to let them haul or not. But definitely if we dismiss one and we can't ever go back and put something on there for them, then they're never getting a rating again from us, whether they did a good job or a bad job. And since this is all about having as many ratings as you can possibly get on the new transactional system, then we need to be able to do that. And I just don't think this is the right way to go about it. The end. <laughs> good stuff. That was did a good I, letter. Did I rant enough? Yeah, no, you got it. That's good stuff. Um, all right, let's keep moving. That was awesome. Thank you, Sue. Show me the truck. I don't think I have any trucks to show. So send in your trucks. Autotransport Intel at gmail.com. I got a good one today. Oh, you got one? All right, cool. I Hold got on. a good one. Yeah. Right. Danny right, you... just picked up a... Oh thing of vans oh yeah let take me take a look at it yeah yeah let me it's always good to you. to you know um here's a good one it, to talk about you know show me the truck is that uh when you see do you do this i'm i mean i'm sure you do listen we all we all notice people in an industry that we're in um and so i i look at every truck if i'm driving i look at every truck every transport truck from wedge to flatbed to nine car that I pass on the road. I, I look at I look at the daisy chain centipede guys, you know? If it has to do with car shipping, auto transport, or logistics, I'm even looking at, I'll look at 53-foot dry vans now and think about what company that is. Not every time. But, like, I, never, I didn't notice how many trucks Swift Transportation has. I didn't notice before. They have a right. lot. That's a lot. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, so show me the truck is good because it's a, it's another time, another opportunity to 
um, take a look at what's happening in the industry. Here we go. So this is, ooh, what do you got here? What are Did we looking at? Yeah, I got it. It's on the screen. Can you see it? That was Danny. That was Danny. Good one, Danny. Yeah. That was Yeah, that's a good load. Nice. From San Antonio to Dallas. Yeah. The other ah. one before it that we took, which were three vans down to San Antonio, were even better. Mm. I don't know if I have a picture of that one. Yeah, too no, bad. That's the that. kind of load you want to take from, like, Miami to, uh, I won't say Seattle, but, you know, maybe uh, yeah. Bismarck. But I took, we took three vans that went from Dallas down to, to Austin that were paying $6 a mile mm. with all three of them. Well, um, They were three twenty five hundred uh, vans. It was $1,200. It was pretty sweet. That is nice. Yeah. Hey, did you get the memo? We're going to keep moving here. We got Renee coming up here in a bit. I've um, been showing the thumbnail. We're going to talk to Renee about fake certificates of insurance. Um. Apparently it's a thing, so yeah, we're gonna talk about it. That. And that we're gonna happen to me before. Well, here we go. We're gonna look at some slides that may or may not, you know, make you drop your coffee. Yeah. Some unscrupulous gropers, gropers, oh, brokers out there have a new scam that hijacks DOT numbers. Could cost you thousands of dollars. What? Wait. Some brokers have a scam huh? that hijacks DOT numbers. Yeah. Do you know about this? How would that? No, and I don't what? get it. Wow. That one I wonder, I'm sh yeah, I'm sure we're going to learn more about that. I, I'm, I'm assuming Renee, Renee knows a lot about uh, insurance. She works at Harding Brooks Insurance Agency. And we had her, she's been on several shows. She was on Vehicle Recovery Roundtable, which you're going to find also in the news here today, the Repo Bunch. Here's, this is a story out of CURepossessions.com. Visit CURepossessions.com. I'll put a link in the live chat. The good, the bad, and the ugly of a packed repo lot. Now, what what I like about this headline is that, you know, someone's gonna say, someone in auto transport gonna say, is gonna say, who cares? Right? This is why right. I talked about the VP in the corner office and why does it matter? Because it's interesting what we don't realize affects our our part. Well, if the repo lot is full, actually, you'd think the rates would go up. You'd think that it'd be easier to pull a car out because the repo lot is full. The right. problem is they still have to have in place mechanisms that protect them as, the, as a business. And that's actually one of the reasons why the repo lot is so full is because it's getting uh, bottlenecked with red tape. We read this last week or two weeks ago, whatever, Joint Repo Association Memo, Transporter Access, um, to whom it may concern. I share this page because you can see that it's official, but the information is here. Orange line, third box. It is not unreasonable to ask for transport companies to sign a site entry agreement and provide the repo company yeah. with a certificate of insurance with them possibly listed as additionally insured. Okay, no, so that, site. Yeah, that might be. Okay, problem. that's what I want to ask you. So site entry agreements. That's normal. I, I don't remember I, that. I don't. I don't remember anybody asking anybody to do that. But I could understand because they don't want anybody to probably get hurt on their property. You think that's what it's for? Okay, but but let's pause there. That's exactly. How often do you get asked for one of these? I don't remember. I don't being know asked. if I've ever been. I, I know. I mean, I don't know. None of the guys have ever said that. 
right that they sign something to go on you know and i so possible. i i said they're, that they're to really the vehicle okay i said it to the vehicle recovery roundtable and they were surprised that i said that there is a really? yeah there's a lack of communication i don't know what it is i don't remember huh. filling out a certificate as a dispatcher not as a driver but as a dispatcher between the years of uh i don't know 2012 and 2016 i don't remember having to get a site entry agreement for my driver going to a repo lot to pick up. I don't remember that. I also don't remember having to get them a certificate of insurance. I remember appointment windows. I remember arguments oh, about keys, but I don't remember but, entry agreement and certificate of insurance. No, in fact, I I had a repo unit I think last week for cars arrive and I you had to send in, you know, the email, but nobody ever asked me for any of that. So I don't know if it's something they ask the drivers when they show up, but I think it's odd too. So, yeah, shirt. we're going to be talking about that today. And that's one of the reasons why Renee is going to make a great guest coming up here in about 10 minutes. Um, so, all right. So the American Recovery Association, by the way, if recovery bores you and certificates of insurance bore you, yeah, you go to the next video or if you don't have time, you watch it later. I totally get it. It's, it, but it's, it is meaty, important stuff. As soon as, you know, you have an insurance claim, question, problem, this is really important. So, no problem there. American Recovery Association update on ARA's meeting with CAC. I don't know who CAC is, but I think we're going to find out today. Anyways, in this thing, and this letter, they had a meeting. And, all right, here, in the box, box one. After meeting... With CAC, your ARA representative devised a solution to the problem agents have with process of gaining access to the lots. And the CAC is like car haul or car carrier or something. We proposed having the auctions sign a site agreement contract that includes a hold harmless clause for the agent if their subcontractors cause damage to the property that would be transporters. In addition, we propose adding the agent as additionally insured. So now they're getting the they're proposing getting the auction. So you've got agent, auction, transport insurance do you see where this is going i mean this is going to be more than just a, a scheduling an appointment this no, and this is going to be more of people not wanting to do these either right and that's why you just keep adding i mean things the, to the it. rates just going to keep going up the lot's going to keep getting filled up and I'm, I'm not trying to start a problem i'm commenting on right isn't this an observation of what's probably going to happen oh or, yeah right Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, already stay away from them. Well, Add that's what I said. I mean, exactly. Nothing. If you, I'm not if you can, if I, I, in my dispatching training series, I listed locations you could possibly pick up at. Right. Uh, residence, dealership, auction, auction, business, part, I, yeah. right. Salvage repo is one of the last. Yes. In fact, when asked, That'd be on the bottom of exactly. All right, right, who would, where would you rather not go, a repossession lot or the port? Ooh, I know. That's a tough one. I know. But I think it would be repo only because right. Least port, you know. At least the port. You can get it, you can get it off or on or I whatever. Mean, but they're repo, still open seven to you three. Work. Yeah, you know. there you go. I mean, or, or gotta, they're only open like there's several repo yards that are only open like two days a week and for like right. a window of two hours. I mean, and even though, like even though, even though the port requires, I mean, you might need an escort. You got to have right. your Twix Twig. badge. Yeah. You got to have seven copies of the Doc receipt or you know all that stuff. 
I'm yeah. just saying, even that is still yeah. less of a burden than, yeah. than that. I'm, and I'm just pointing it out, right? Please don't kill the messenger again. Um, <laughs> and then so the CAC says, this is really interesting. They said, this is the first time we've been made aware of a transportation situation related to vehicle release requirements. That's what I was thinking. I didn't even know. I didn't even know we needed a site entry agreement and certificate of insurance. And possibly I'm reading that wrong. I don't know. But if you want to contact American Recovery Association, go to repo.org. There's a phone number. There's an address. You can mail a letter. Dear VIP. Or whatever we said. All right. Okay, Jay. Um, and you, I mean, everybody knows this is the certificate of liability. Now I said, ah, see, I just said something stupid. Everybody knows there's somebody that doesn't know. By the way, this is the accord format. See accord up in the corner. This is the, this is the format I like. There's another format progressive puts out, which is more line item. I like the accord format. Um, you check the boxes, types of liability, amounts of coverage, right? Policy effective dates. Um, and then you go to, this is the really important at the bottom. Oh, we've been listed as additionally insured. Uh, anyways, we're going to talk about more about that. Uh, you know, this is the kind of article that you skip. Why every truck owner should read their insurance policies. <sighs> right? Oh, yeah, wait a minute, that is important. Hold on. Uh, are my scheduled vehicles on the insurance policy the right trucks and trailers? Are my drivers properly listed? Uh, what about, oh, all cargo insurance isn't created equal? Oh. And coverage exclusions, what's that? Right? So it is important to read this stuff. Oh, by the way, yeah. Slip and fall, commercial general liability. Does everybody have that? Nope. Right? How many carriers don't carry commercial general liability insurance? It's a lot. Most. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And and it's by and it's on a per load basis. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a broker software company that you were saying? said what did they do they said you need to have a million general liability to pick up a car for us just to book a load or something somebody's like yeah what doing what what are you talking about jay you don't seem to have your facts straight um <laughs> it's auto transport and you can do whatever you want i mean you shouldn't but you know you do i shared this two weeks ago and this and oh and clear data we want to talk about clear data but before we talk about clear data, let's do this. It's time. It's the 30-minute mark. Thanks so much for jumping in and saying hello in the live chat. And, uh, oh, auto transport, everything is here. Looks like a lively discussion. Vincent Valentine. Um, cool. Thanks for, oh, DDD. Repo lot. Ports are easier than a repo lot. I think it is true. And I, I know... You know, I know nobody wants to hear that. They don't. We don't. But it's true, and it needs to be fixed. That's why we're talking about it. All right. So, uh, let's do this. After this, we're going to come back. We're going to be live with Renee. So stick around, because we're going to be right back. Music. 
Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Murphy Auto Transport Services, links in the live chat. If you are looking for a fully licensed broker that also understands dispatching, has empathy, and really wants to help you move your car or stay loaded, you want to talk to Sue, and she is murphyautotransportservices.com. Thank you so much. We're back. Um, we're into our next segment now. We're going to join, uh, we're going to bring in Renee Lowe. She is training and education coordinator at Harding Brooks Insurance Agency. And we're going to talk about fake certificates of insurance. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to our feature guest today, Renee Lowe. Renee, can you see me hey, and hear me okay? I can. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey. Renee. How are you doing? I'm good. I hope everybody is. Yeah. So we're glad so to have you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me back. Awesome. I love yeah. to join you guys. Oh, it's great to have you back. Um, okay, so this was your idea, right? You were talking. What did you say? You made a comment <laughs> several weeks ago about fake certificates, and I said, I think I know somebody who might know a little bit about fake certificates. All right, perfect. <laughs> okay, so that would be you. And what? All right, what is a fake certificate? So... Sometimes people are um, unscrupulous, we'll say, uh, for various reasons. And if a certificate of insurance, if Sue requests a certificate of insurance, perhaps they don't have the insurance that Sue requires. So maybe they have a certificate from the past that they had, or if they have a certificate that they got that was somebody else's, they alter mm -hmm. information on the certificate to make it meet the requirement. This really does happen. Um, we have had a certificate holder on several occasions call us and say, um, we got this certificate of insurance that says you're the agent, but there's something about it that doesn't quite look right. And um, it would be because like, we didn't issue that certificate to that person. We actually issued this certificate but not to the insured that was listed. So people fake certificates because they don't have insurance in place typically, or they don't have the correct coverage in place. Mm, or, okay, so I'm thinking this through, or they just, is it possible that sometimes they, they have the insurance, but they don't have, I don't know, they don't uh, have the insurance. listed holder, and so like, they just kind of mock it up Right, get some, get the white out. I so, don't know. So, it's more that their insurance has been canceled, or they don't have the c correct coverage. Like maybe the cargo limit is a million. Maybe they only have three hundred thousand cargo limit, so they alter that certificate. Or maybe, like I said, they never even have insurance, so they get a certificate from a different auto hauler and put their name in place. And it shows all this beautiful coverage, and Sue says, "Oh, they're good to go," when they're really not. 
Why, how, so how often is this happening? It doesn't happen, I would say, on a regular basis, That, but it does happen, and it's hard to know how often it happens because we don't know when somebody forges a certificate and sends it to somebody. We just know if somebody calls us and says, hey, did you issue this certificate? It doesn't look quite right. And we're like, we don't even insure that person. So we couldn't have issued that certificate. Okay. This is strange. Um, Sue? I, I've had it happen. Really? I mean, but I can, I, I'll look at it and I can tell you it's funky. And I'm just like, there is something wrong with this cert. And then I call, she's right, I'll call the company itself. Or I just say, I'm out. You're not getting this load because I can already tell something's not right. So, and it's usually like your name's crooked on the cert, you know, it's just not lined up right. That's usually when I know something has been altered on it, which is sad, but it it does happen. It really does. And this is as working as a broker, Sue? Is that yes. right? Yeah. yeah, as a broker. Yeah. And Renee, yep. you were going to say something. I'm sorry. So as you'll say, there's a way to prevent getting um, false certificates or fake certificates. You right. always want the certificate to come from the agent, the insurance agent, right. not from the uh, the insured. Right. You want it to come from the agent. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, you want, as the certificate holder, you want mm -hmm. the cert to come from the insurance agent right. or company and right. not the insured and, right. and that's what most that brokers ask from us, too, as a transporter. They want it directly from them, and I'm sure it's because of that, too. And because a certificate of insurance, so so we'll say, you know, this auto hauler uh, had a certificate issued six months ago. And mm -hmm. then that certificate is only a snapshot of the coverage at the moment that certificate was issued the date that yep. certificate was issued. Because yep. once that certificate is issued, uh, an insured can call and say, I want to delete coverage, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the next day, that certificate may not even be valid anymore. So that's why it's right. important to get certificates updated and not just use the same one like all year because coverage does change. And it's, like I said, it's only valid for the date it was issued. I've heard that mentioned before. So I want to go over that again, too, is that, yes. So a certificate, I like the way you said that, is a snapshot of that moment of coverage. Yep. Um, which is why I think, I mean, so you have to update packets, certs. Is it every six months, every 90 days? What's the standard? Which obviously is still... For the insurance it's, company, it's like, wow, that's once, month. How long? Yeah. So insurance starts are good for yeah. a year usually. So unless it expires, okay. you're only doing it from that point to that point on, on CD. You're like uh, the W-9, we always do it the first of every year. So we update packets twice a year basically because you have your certs and then you have your W-9 at the first. And we recommend that if you are using somebody on a regular basis, like, you know, in, in like a year contract or whatever, that you do receive updated certificate at least twice, you know, the beginning yeah. and then the middle, just in case coverage changed. Um, 
Question in the live chat. B BGA, it's a good question. Is it advised for a broker to be added as a cert holder? What's the benefit for the broker? Because I read somewhere that adding yourself as a cert holder will do nothing to a broker. Thoughts? So what people get confused about sometimes with a certificate, it is not in the insurance policy, It do, a certificate does not grant coverage. It is just that snapshot that shows the cert holder the coverage that's in place at that moment. That's why, here I'm gonna kind of stir the pot a little bit, yeah. on those site entry agreements where um, the repossessors are asking to be listed as additional insured that's when additional insured have rights to the policy. A cert holder doesn't. A cert is just saying this insured has this amount of coverage for these effective dates, but it does not extend coverage. Okay. All right. Order in the order in the court. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say something. Oh, oh, wait, here we go. DDD. Um, and this is what I want to say before I forget the thought. I'll come back to DDD is that, so we know there are, let's say you are, let's say you've had a bad experience and you're worried that the packet or the cert is old because it's been a while. And, um, you can go, you can, you can use a third party. Like, uh, I can't think of the name of it, not safer, but there's a third party where you can check carrier um you can verify a carrier through RMIS. yeah thank you rmis um but that's not affordable for everybody am i right isn't there a cost barrier on the rmis where let's say Sorry, you're let, let's say you're let's say you're you know you're a one-man shop and you can't afford that uh because it's not cheap am i wrong RMIS is expensive as far as I know. Oh, thank you. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at without, you know, saying something that wasn't true. Okay, so if you find that a barrier to checking carriers instantly, what can, what's an affordable way to check a carrier instantly without relying on Renee's, you know, Sherlock Holmes investigative activities? I mean, you know, you're able to catch these things, but how can the regular individual... You know, verify in an affordable manner. Is there a small option? broker? You mean? Something yeah. Like that? There you go. Yeah. How can a small broker navigate this? That's what I'm thinking. So again, it goes back to if you receive that certificate from the agent, then the information you receive is accurate and correct. Right. Okay. So the answer is get a certificate from the agent for every load you well right. Right. If your packet is... For at least in 30 days, right? Yeah. I mean, it just it depends on how... If you got a broker that you know um, is constantly making changes or something, then you would want it, you know, more current. But if you know, that, like, somebody that's... Their policy is the policy from the beginning to the end, then a couple times a year is probably okay. okay. It's just kind of your comfort level with that... The person you're working with. Perfect time. Okay, so now... Uh, and so Gary says, or go through the insurance portal, which the carrier can do. DDD saying you can check it on Safer. Can you check this on yeah. Safer? Can you? Yes, you can. Yes. Okay. It'll tell you if their insurance is, is um, current or not. Okay. 
All right, so safer is an affordable way to check. It doesn't mean you have an insurance yeah, certificate. It's free. But you can check it. No. Right? You can check. You can also check their authority, too. It tells you both. So, all right, so, Renee, is checking on safer enough for, say, right, because we're reading the information about the repossession agency that needs to have a certificate of insurance on hand. Is the information on safer enough, or do they need to have that certificate of insurance on hand? So if you just want to verify they have insurance for liability insurance, auto liability insurance, because say if they've got if they've got DOT authority, so the minimum limit is going to be seven hundred and fifty thousand. So it would verify that. But if you're looking for, um, I, I don't know any client that verifies on. So in, in the repossession world, the clients are not going to verify on safer that that repossessor has auto liability insurance. That repossessor is not going to go verify on safer that because they're going to want to see it on a certificate, have it in their file for when the insurance company says, hey, did you do this? Because this is a requirement insurance companies are making of the repossessors and they want to see certificates of insurance in the file when they audit them. That's kind of uh, where I was going, is that, audit, yeah. yeah, so there's a requirement that's not being met. Just because you can check it on safer, that's not meeting the insurance requirement of the agency. Right, of the company. Right. The insurance, it, it's, okay. you know, they, they, insurance right. companies do site inspections, and this is one of the most common recommendations that they make is, to have a site entry agreement and to have a certificate of insurance on file with the auto hauler or the locksmith or whoever's coming on their lot. There so it's go. not to be mean to the auto hauler. Right. Well, we're you just, know. yeah, we're not trying to be mean. These are just facts. Yes. Just the facts. Um, and in fact, Gary says safer doesn't show cargo and limits. Well, I was thinking safer's not mm -hmm. showing all sure. the data that I think the insurance company No, it's wants. just showing whether they have it. Right. right. And and that's not that doesn't and, meet and the standard. PGA right? is is mentioning the liability is one million. Okay, so the law is seven fifty, but everybody requires a million for as a broker, as a transporter, to work with you. So that's what he's trying to say there. And I think in I, I think in general <laughs> freight, I think general freight is seven fifty, whereas auto is a million. Am I right about that as a standard? Well, it's FMCSA says seven fifty. Okay, that right, but which applies to as brokers, trucking. we all want you to have a million. Yeah, in automotive. Well, right. Yeah, I think this is where the, the numbers get a little different. On FMCSA says seven fifty. Yeah, because I don't know how many times I've had to have driver, I mean owners, call back up and get more uh, liability because they they did what the FMCSA said, which was seven fifty. So now, PDQ, this is perfect. Thank you, PDQ, because this is the next question. What is the carrier's cost to add additional insured to their coverage for a specific load in either the broker or shipper's name? This is where it, it gets hairy. Yeah, it depends. Yes. Take it away. So Progressive charges $20 up to the first five, I believe, and then afterwards it's free. And then there's some insurance companies that do not charge anything at all. I've had some insurance companies charge $500 for each one. 
So it all depends on who you go with. And it's a question you need to definitely ask if you're getting into the business and you're wanting to do certs and you're wanting to change to a different insurance company or just a current insurance company. Those are the questions you need to ask. And most of people that get into this business do not even understand that. And it is becoming going to become more important for like dispatchers like Sue um, mm-hmm. to be listed as additional insured on an auto haulers policy because of the way that the legal climate is now, because the claims are starting to, to go back to if uh, an auto hauler or a trucker has an accident, his fault, okay? And mm-hmm. it's a terrible, terrible accident. The attorneys right. are then going to keep going and now they're going to the next level to see, did you, were you diligent to make sure that you hired a competent driver that, um, you know, should, should have been driving for you. So for it just, for Sue to end up having any coverage under that auto haulers policy, if she gets drug into a lawsuit, she would have to be listed as additional insured. Because if she's not listed as additional insured and she gets drug into some lawsuit, which is not that's not the most common thing right now, but it is beginning to happen. So Mm. it is, you know, so having an additional insured status on a policy is very important. So understanding the cost, as Sue said, is something a person needs to know. Okay, have we seen a dispatcher? This is news to me. Breaking breaking news. Have have we seen a dispatcher listed? On yeah. a carrier's insurance. Do you does she mean dispatcher or broker? Which broker. what are we looking at? Broker. Broker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Broker. okay. Okay. Not dispatcher. Okay. Okay. But, okay. okay. but how about that? Have we as a broker I'm gonna get this straight. As a broker listed on the carrier's certificate of insurance as additionally insured on that load that the broker was involved in? No. No, it very rarely happens. Okay. So there's only uh, a few brokers saying, out there even require it. Yeah, it's coming. I see what it, you're saying. Whoa. I mean, because I've seen it more on truck, just other trucking claims, where those attorneys keep digging, digging, digging to get more, more, more. Yeah. Especially if you know, because if the limits somebody or something. Limits yeah. are you know, if a suit a million, they're going over a million dollars. Where, where would the broker be listed on? a driver's insurance policy assuming that the load they dispatched turned into a, a, a you know fatal accident so it depends upon the insurance policies where the additional insured endorsement is and the wording in that but there is an additional insured form but again it has to be part of a contract and then so the insured would have to say i need the broker listed as additional insured on my policy and the additional insured endorsement would either be issued. Some insurance companies do just a blanket additional insured form. So they don't necessarily list specific people because it is additional insured per written contract. Other additional insured forms endorsements specifically list people. Those are the ones that typically there's a charge for. Um. So you just made me think of something because this just happened in the news. Okay. Did you hear the story? Rather than doing it that way, let's find it. 
I want you to see this because this this came up with I talked to I talked to some auto transport business owners uh, OEM dealer uh, dealers hauling their own cars let's see I did a uh, video on this and I put the link in the live chat or in the uh, description here GM pays dealers to pick up their own cars from the factory Let me go back to this. I'm sorry. OEM is paying... The OEM says to the dealer, hey, come get your own cars. You don't need a transporter. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Now, that's not strange. Shouldn't be strange to you, Renee, because repossession lots will transport their repoed cars to the auction. Sometimes, yes. Yes. And in fact, so, but it's strange to read this in auto transport. GM says to the dealer, come get your own cars. And it's not a couple guys. They're at like, they got over 25,000 cars have been moved by over 3,000 different dealers this year. This is like, and they're getting paid? I'm like, yeah, dude. But when, when I asked an auto transport business owner, wait a minute. Uh, why would this be happening? And what the, one of the possible thoughts was, well could also be because of the legal issues you can actually right you're not hiring a third party and you're anyways this this insurance issue is this getting is this going to get more complicated or less complicated more complicated oh, man. because attorneys are you know so right now um attorneys spend more money on advertising um, on billboards, Facebook, uh, and on TV media than pizza companies do. So attorneys are constantly trying to draw in more clients. And more people have attorneys within 24 hours of an accident than ever before. Hmm. Put that on your birthday cake. <laughs> right, Sue? You want that on your birthday cake, Sue? Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> um, let's check in with the live chat. Really good stuff. I mean, this is a this is a great topic. So does the load start to pay even more now for listing additionally insured? This question comes up. It costs to the transporter just the wild just wild the hoops we have to jump through. And this is wouldn't this be why? The repo lot is full, and it's going to keep getting fuller. It just keeps getting more complicated. And and as I say this, right, we're going to do, Renee, we're going to be on a panel at Used Car Week in November, right? Right. Less In less than two months, we will be on stage talking about this to lenders, remarketers, dealers, auction. We're talking business professionals. Uh, hey, Sue, remember when I said, dear Mr. VP in the corner office? Yeah. Yes. That's who we're going to be up on stage talking in front of at Used Car Week about this issue. So what I encourage everyone to do, camera one, is if you've got... Oh, no wonder it was jumping like that. I see. Should be more of a fade. There we go. I'll change it to fade. Um, it, we are, we're, we're going to be addressing in front of business professionals, these issues. So if you've got something to add that you think is important, you can put it in the live chat or send me an email. If you really want to draw my attention to a topic, an article, a question, send me an email, 
autotransportintel at gmail.com. By the way, on that note, Renee, now that we know, like, you know, you've got, you've got these insurance superpowers that you have, right? You've been doing this a long time. A long time. A long time. And so if somebody wanted to ask you a question or contact you, can they do that? Sure. Oh, you can awesome. put my email address in the live chat. It'd be perfect. All right. So Renee Lowe and it's Harding Brooks. Yes. Harding Brooks. Right. com. Dot, okay. Dot com. So first I'm going to put the, because uh, I'm typing, it's Renee, R-E-N-E-E. -E. Yes. What's your email address? So it's R Lowe at hardingbrooks.com. Right. Uh, and that's good for the podcast listeners because they just heard our low at hardingbrooks.com and you can visit hardingbrooks.com and you if you got a question email it to renee she's very helpful um it was her idea to come on the show today and talk about this she has ideas she has information how many fake certificates of insurance would you say you've seen at this point or just variations of fake i mean can you put a number? No, you no. know, because, Percentage. you know, again, it's hard because we don't see them all. Right. No, right. that's really interesting. We don't see them all. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, we only see them if somebody <laughs> thinks there's a problem. Let's, let's say money is not an issue. What should everybody be doing for the CYA? Like, would you get signed up with a third party? Do you what on your dispatch sheet just always get a certificate of insurance i mean you know what would an insurance company like to see happen on every load if you can answer that regarding certificates of insurance additionally insured should so, everybody have additional insurance and certificates of insurance and, so you know what if I mean? you're asking for a certificate of insurance you probably in most cases want to be listed as an additional insured there it is Right. Ideally, that's full protection. Right. To be listed as additionally insured. Because the certificate, again, is not, is just showing you the coverage they have in right. place. But it it's doesn't not. connect you to the insurance. No. Interesting. That's it's what just a additional, piece of paper. And that's what additionally insured does, is it connects you to the insurance. Right. Right. Are the VINs of the vehicles being hauled needed to be on that certificate? So the VINs of the vehicles being hauled, it would depend. I mean, if you're looking for, and you can't be listed as certificate of insurance, I mean, excuse me, as an additional insured on the cargo because right. you can't, that's not going to happen. Okay. You, so, so that right. would depend upon the cert holder if they wanted to see those VINs listed. Now, as a cert holder additional insured, I would want the vehicle that was hauling the cargo to be listed. I would want the name of the driver who's hauling that equipment to be listed because some policies are driver specific, not all policies, but some are. So, if that driver is not specifically listed, there may not be coverage. Right. Wow. Okay. So what right. happens when what happens when a company sees a certificate of insurance for an auto hauling business that has five trucks, five drivers? All five trucks are listed. All five drivers are listed. Are we good? Yeah. I mean, because if you've got five drivers, five trucks, I mean, 
it doesn't matter which truck they're driving, just that those drivers are listed, those trucks are covered. Problem is, drivers change this and that. My brother's not available. I got my, I don't know. What, so, company has five trucks, five trailers, five drivers, but only one truck, one trailer, one driver is listed. Here's your cert. It's up to date. Are we good? You know, that's your comfort level. I wouldn't be comfortable with that if I was accepting that as a cert holder. See, and I think that isn't that more common, Sue, that because, you know, yeah. maybe maybe the driver last week left and we're three drivers down from where we were last week. And he's not on the certificate of insurance. I don't even know his name. I can't even spell it. Right. right. He won't turn well, his I mean, GPS on. There's a few brokers that <laughs> right? require all of that, and they even ask for the IDs for whoever's on the policy, even. Oh, so you need a copy of the ID and uh, all the Yeah, you have to send right. in your declarations page with everything listed, driver's equipment, and then the ID so they can go against it and make sure you're really on the policy. Anu is one of those companies. That's a requirement to even haul for them. Well, and then, okay, so wait a minute. And if they're, if they're a... Uh, uh, if they're a CDL holder, do we have to go mm -hmm. into their clearinghouse and their background and all that stuff too? No, no, no I have not had that happen. Okay. No. Wow, this is pretty comprehensive. Have we have we have we missed anything here, Renee? I think we've covered a lot. Probably got everybody like, oh no. Well, and that's it's, that, actually that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the purposes is to once again shed light on an important issue that unfortunately becomes important, you know, at the time of the accident. But I mean, I know I've listen, it's the same thing as kind of setting appointments with repo lots. When you're booking the load, there's a million things going on. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. Um, and then, yeah. And then there's a problem. Um, DDD says Vince of the vehicle on the policy need to be listed. Vince, see, I thought, I thought the vehicles being hauled. They are, as far as I know. The vehicles being no, hauled. She's. I think they're talking about the vins of the I'm truck and trailer. The of, of the equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're supposed to be. I swear, I've had somebody say we need the vin of the vehicle being hauled on the, you know, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that's what I said. Uh, we don't even have the dispatch yet. I'm not sure. Renee may have already covered this, but I may have missed it. What's the difference between additional insured and cert holder? One more time. This is okay. good. This is so, good. Thank you. A certificate holder is only giving you, you, you just have a, a copy of a piece of paper verifying the coverage. You have no coverage extended to you. When you're listed as an additional insured on the policy, then you have certain rights of an insured on the policy. A certificate of insurance is just a piece of paper, nothing more. Fantastic. Here's a good follow up, BGA. Thank you. Can a broker file a claim on cargo policy or does it have to be the shipper? So on an insurance no. policy, anybody can file a claim. Yeah. Now, when, normally when somebody files like not the insured files a claim with if i'm taking claims that day you know i i get a hold my insured and say okay tell me what happened blah 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 you know but anybody can file the claim 
Um, as a follow-up to the prior, and thank you for that. Uh, yeah, so DDD says, we have to, we are listing the autos on the policy. That's what DDD says. I wonder what kind of, that might be a specialty carrier. It's hard to say. Um... Certificates of insurance, additionally insured, commercial liability, cargo policy. Are there any... Oh, here's what I wanted to do before I let you go. I'm just going to bring up the... Let's take a look at the Accord form just one more time. Um, sorry, I got to... Okay, there we go. The producer is the insurance agency. Contact info of the insurance agency. The insured is the carrier. Okay, go back. Go all yeah. the way back to the top to the date. That's the most important place you oh, want to start. Yeah. Start is at the date. Thank you. Because, the you know, if you, somebody, if you gave you this certificate, I mean, this is not a good certificate. You would just need to tell them sorry because you don't want to, you want a certificate with the date, the current date, not an mm. old dated certificate. Okay, so flag number one. The date. What's the date of the, of the certificate? It should be today. Is that should right? Be the, right. That's the date that certificate was issued. Okay. So, with, you one. know, 24 hours, 36 hours, you know, right. something like that. But It's fine, yeah. As long as it's during the period of the transportation kind of thing. Now, and it's important to see if we're insurer A, insurer B. You want to be sure that, you know, to look at the names of those insurance companies. They may not mean anything, but you still should look to see the names because those names are going to correlate with the coverages listed below. Okay. All right. So with the insurance, the insurance coverage, the insured. All right. Now we go into coverages. We so start we, with general liability. Now, and again, most many auto haulers are not going to have general liability. Right. You know, um, some, some people may, people they work for may require it, but it, that is not a, a common thing. But, you know, I, it's, I wanted just to show you an example of a, with general liability being listed on the policy. And, you know, you'll see insured letter A, that means the insurance company A is writing the general liability. And if you kind of go over to the right, there's additional insured. That means that this certificate holder is an additional insured for the general liability coverage on the policy. And then you've got your expiration dates. You want to make sure if you go to the right, the expiration dates, you want to be sure your effective dates are within the time period. And then if you keep going, you see your limits. You want to verify that you have the accurate limits. Right. And that's what I like about this form. It's very easy to read. It's very been around a long, long time. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, just one note, if you're listed as like an additional insured on the general liability, that does not guarantee that is you're listed as additional insured on the general liability, not on the auto liability. You have to specifically request that you want to be listed as an additional insured on the auto liability. And if they have general liability, the general liability. But you have to specifically request the line of coverage. And this gets into, to be additionally insured, 
there will be a request and a conversation. Otherwise, you're not additionally insured. Like, for anybody that thinks that this is somehow automatic, it's not. It, it has to be in a contract. Most right. insurance companies require it to be a, a for you to be this additional insured, it must be in a contract requirement. And it, and it may incur an additional cost each Depend time. Yeah, depending on your insurance company. Yes. And your insurance company can answer that question for you. Some yes. say you get five a year and then it costs extra. Some say it's it's always extra. Sometimes it's 40 bucks each time you list, right? Right. And sometimes it's free. And it just kind of depends upon the form that that policy is using for additional insured. And what's the period of time? What's the term of that additionally insured? A year. A year. But, well... It's a policy term, so. It's a policy term. So, like, if you add somebody's additional insured midterm, it's going to mm -hmm. be the same, in most cases, as if you did at the beginning of the year. Uh, I'm going to go to the okay. Then there, this is at the bottom. I isolated this because this is very important, right? As right. the certificate holder, you're the one receiving a copy of this document. You want to be here, right? Which I think our our beginning of our introduction to this information is if you sign up with Central Dispatch, Central Dispatch wants to be the certificate holder. Am I right about that? Right. Right? Yes, correct. Yeah, that's where you begin this process of education. This is like, I didn't know what a certificate of insurance was until filling out my first Central Dispatch packet. And then I learned what a certificate of insurance was. And you want to be sure under authorized representative that it is signed, you know, if it's electronic signature in most all cases, but you yeah. do want it to be signed by the agent. So say you mean have a physical signature copy or? So that should, under authorized representative, if you got a certificate from us, there should be an electronic signature that says um, Michael Poplinski. Right. Rather than agent signature. Right. Right. I gotcha. Yeah, some kind of legal acknowledgement. Um, you know, it's amazing. I mean, we're we're it's like we're doing a webinar right now, with without even trying. Isn't that good? Because I mean, ATI is all about education. <laughs> I mean, it's so awesome. That's true. Like, because I've watched webinars where I'm like, man, I mean, wow, we're just just trudging through like really dry. I mean, I, I can barely hang on. But we just did four over, <laughs> right? That's the problem with a lot of webinars. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to get through them. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if the webinar holders know that. But I think the audience is like dying, right? They're like, man, I'm dying out here. Um, and so we just did a faux webinar <laughs> that might have been more effective than non-faux webinars, and it's a wonderful <laughs> thing. I mean, I hope that some people got some information, and this can be shared. And thank you, Gary. Thank you so much for making martinis in the super chat. I got. Do I have that here? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, and let's just read this. Uh, meaning carling. Uh, oh, also have to make sure. Okay, autos are on the policy. Yeah, meaning car hauling. Also need to have the autos checked. Un oh, and then oh, and then DDD brings up MCS one fifty. Oh my goodness. Opening another can. Oh God, yeah. Right. What's it? Here, let's do. Let's do it. We just said it. What? What is an MCS one hundred and fifty? 
What's the technical? I mean, I just know we have to do it. Yeah. Go ahead, Renee. You know what it is. Yeah. What's an MCS 150? So not your UCR, I thought. But it's it's um an endorsement. Um. That that's where it requires the minimum seven hundred fifty thousand limit. But I mean, it's just. I don't know that I've ever really figured out the. I thought it was for. I think I it's to it was protect to keep track of where they're really at in case you get served with a, a, a right either Whatever. an insurance claim or a legal filing right, right. I think in MCS yeah. 150 because this is curveball live but we do this um, and why in the world I know what an MCS 150 and it's nuts actually because we were talking with oh was it Pacific Financial Insurance years ago oh and then oh you know who talks about this stuff is um. Oh gosh, what's her name? Evil Sizer. Penny. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's your UCR registration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pen- okay. Penny talks about this from Evil Sizer, and that is that an MCS one fifty, I believe, is a form that you're required as a carrier, as a CMV, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Keep uh, updated. Okay, you have to keep it updated where your place of business is in case there's something. And all this. That you needs have to, to have be brought it if, to if the your DOT attention. comes to your okay. side to audit it. Right. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Now, oh now, BJ brings up biennial. Right. B, BJ brings up BOC three. Is that what B? <laughs> That's why you have to be a oh, lawyer God. in your truck <laughs> to understand all this stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Okay. Um. And okay. So I guess let's see. Brokers really need contingency coverage. Does Renee offer contingency policies for brokers? Renee would have to check with uh, John and Mike to see about that. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Okay. So so feel free to contact Renee. I'm going to share it again. Arlo at hardingbrooks.com. And she's at work right now. I mean, look at all this time we've taken. People are like, get back to work. They're always saying that to me. Um, So, Renee, thank you so much for your time and information. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone. All right. Take care, Renee. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. See ya. And we'll put her her back in the waiting room. That was awesome stuff. I mean, it's it's really... This is why... I mean, this is why Brian and I started doing live carrier advice which was previously dot compliance and that is that i mean it's oh i got here you want to see it i got a copy right here here this is nuts right this is ah (laughs) this is just one book that you could have dot enforcement essentials manual i mean and it's like i mean okay i mean this is gonna be this would hurt if you threw this at somebody i mean you know you'd yeah this is a huge (laughs) and this is just one of many books that you could have and it's i mean it's nuts uh what you've got to understand learn know and what you i suppose what you could be questioned on oh let's see here let's finish out what i did want to i did want to say is that uh we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna bring Ryan on. I was gonna try to bring in Ryan today, but he got he got really busy. I want to learn more about clear data. What's clear data? So in this world of certificates of insurance and all this paperwork and all this coverage and CYA, 
there is clear data is a repossession agency software that I think uh, more auto transport software should connect to so that your because here, here here it is let's go to camera one you're the carrier okay you're talking you got your dispatcher and you're talking to okay yeah we'll take the uh, can we can we do the two o'clock on Thursday yeah yeah we'll be there yeah 30 minute window love it okay so we'll see you Thursday at two okay great okay oh we need to go online and fill out a okay so we need to go online and fill out the um, gotcha yeah no we'll do that we'll book it online put in the information right sue do you do this right you got to go online yeah. and put in okay so you're going online and you're doing this stuff and now they want to do a site entry agreement they want a certificate of insurance w what is that like for you as a dispatcher to try to <laughs> is that what is that is it easy or well, hard? yeah <laughs> no it's i mean it's it is easy it's just a matter of time and you just don't have a lot of time sometimes when you're trying to do this stuff. I mean, and okay. So then on top of that, I think you have to wait for an email back on this and stuff like that. Like, I think we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. I did this. They finally answered me at the end of the day. And so I had to wait all day to see if it had keys, if it ran and drove. And by that time I'm like moving on. I, I need a different load. I, I don't have time to wait all day. Cause what if I had found at the end of the day, then that it didn't have keys and it didn't run and drive. And I'd held that spot all day long. That's just ridiculous. Time is money. Well, that, I mean that, is, and that—that's it. That's it. And you can actually, you can share your screen when you're ready. We'll look at a couple loads. But I mean, that is it. Is that my point of going through the whole phone thing? There is that. It is. It still takes time. And if the, if if the repo lot is full, certificate requirements are going to go up. Then the software needs to connect. I don't know, faster and better in yes. that, right? Because, I mean, how many guys don't even have a dispatcher in the office or don't believe in it or whatever? Right, I and mean, they've got to do it, right? Yeah, how they've got to do it right there on the fly. There you go. How are you a yeah. transporter bumping down the road managing yeah. the software requirement of the repo agency just to pick up one car? Yeah. I have no idea, Yeah, actually. No. I don't think they would do it unless they were already set up and that's what they did. No you know clue I mean? how you would do that. And it's not like you can say, I'll, let me do that when I pull over for my break in five hours. Uh, right. No, I, right. Don't, I don't think so. Right? No. They, no. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just skip it and move on. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Oh, man. Well, I'm. that's why I'm talking. That's why I spend so much time. I'm really trying to help. I'm trying yeah. to help build the bridge to repossession. I don't know why. No idea. I guess. I don't know. What are we looking at now? What is this? Oh, I just have up a page. This is Dallas. Oh. I've got a driver coming out of Dallas later. Yeah? Tomorrow, how actually. Danny, actually. How, yeah. many car, how many vehicles do you need? What are you looking for? Well, I did I did a minimum. I always do start out with a minimum of two units. Right. Just because he likes to clusters. do packs. And yeah. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully you can find it. Sometimes you can't. Like, this it's a good list. See, there's no way I could fit. See, so Danny can take, he's 56 with flip outs on either end. So he can always take four as long as I have the right size. And, you know, I've done the formula for everybody before, too. And just looking to see what might pop up here. Obviously, that's not going to fit. And 
who wants to go to El Paso for 54 cents a month because you're never getting out of there. Um, it's really not a lot on here right now. So then what I do is I go into just Dallas to certain areas and uh, a certain amount of money next to uh, find what you want. See, I had actually called a new about these. Look at these are this is a kick load here. So it's three twenty five hundreds just going 77 miles. I was going to take that and they're gone, but I, they've never removed them off the central <laughs> I was also going to take <laughs> they had another two pack on here that wasn't going anywhere very far too like 20 miles and it was 500 bucks I was going to do them all in one day just up in Dallas Ooh. and it would have been $1,100 but um, they're gone and like I said they're still on here and I have no idea why so and how did you how did you find out they were gone phone call Oh, I called. Yeah, if you, oh, and God. as everybody knows, to get a load from a new, you got to call like 15 times to finally get through in an hour <laughs> oh, wait. No. They finally do, and then really? find out that, oh, they're gone. Yeah, oh, God, every day. Really? What, what's I don't know the if deal? They, I mean, I, we've talked about this before, and they've, they've always told us that they have a lack of employees. But we've even emailed before, too, when we've called and called and called and called. And eventually, they might call you two or three hours later. And then there's some loads they have that have a text number on there but it's not for all loads so i'm not really sure what the deal was on that one either so <laughs> oh man you know brokers like I you know restaurants right yes i do <laughs> it's yes. So funny. Oh, ask me for anybody oh, and I'll tell you what their deal is <laughs> that's hilarious um okay well yeah well so bga says yeah they are super busy so maybe they're just super busy yeah. you know life is good maybe I don't know. How hard is it? Everybody complained about how hard it is to get a load from them when you have to call 15, 20 times over and over again because then they hang up on you. It's a real pain. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, man. Well, it's a, now, could they use maybe, um, is, there a, is there a software maybe that would help them move faster? Well, I mean, they do use, let's see. I'll go to it here. Just going to find it do, 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 do. I mean, you're right. Maybe they're maybe they're like the repo lot. They're just stuffed up. You know, they're you so busy. You can use Truckify if you have a Truckify account, but we do not have Truckify accounts. So, what would the Truckify link do for you? Um, well, you have to have an account. It takes you to it. You can sign up to get it. But you know, when we did have Truckify accounts, yeah. Um, they never answered whether we could have the load. So I'm like, are you guys even paying attention to this? What's the point, right? So. Oh, Truckify Link takes you to Dispatch Center. Okay. Now, so you're a Dispatch Center. And you are. See, I don't have an account. <laughs> oh. So that's why everybody calls. I'm pretty sure most people call or try to call and call oh. and call. Oh. Okay. It's good feedback. Yeah. Right. Okay. Auto transfer. Like five says, different people at a new, but nobody ever answers worthless. me there either. So. Interesting. Yeah. Are there are there other links? I thought I've seen other click here for linkage stuff. Not not for a new. That's the only one. Yeah, but aren't there other are other companies with other softwares when you click on the well, link? Well, yeah. Like you've got some that have Super Dispatch that you can click on to go to. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see who else. Uh, Freedom has their own. Oh, Freedom. Um, Roadrunner yeah. has its own. Roadrunner. Um, okay. What happens when you click on those links? It takes you to the load board. And you can yeah, book it. Yeah, it takes it takes you to their load board, and okay. then you go in and request the load. 
And if it's Freedom or Roadrunner, good luck. Um, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, because usually their loads aren't any good. Mostly Freedom's loads are. So are they already gone or what? Get me wrong. I don't think they're even legit. Uh-oh. It's always we're gonna update you and give you this load, and the next thing oh the, the can't. We gotta the call the customer. Call the customer. Yeah, that kind we, of crap. Yeah, we gotta call the customer and, because and keep we in mind, have never two different talked freedoms. to them. So, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, right? I'm not talking about both freedoms. Yeah, so the speculation but, live. Yeah, I could be and, talking about anything. Okay. Yeah, and then Roadrunner is the same. You can do that. I prefer to call them um, because most of their stuff is, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. I think so I it's see- usually I'm going to call the customer, and uh, if you if the customer says it's okay, you'll see it come through Central. So I'm not holding my breath, as I, I would die. I think I've if said I was this- waiting <laughs> to come through. I think I've said this before. It's the end of the show pile on. Okay. Yes. So at the end go. of the show pile on, you can say whatever you want in the live chat. <laughs> so please do. I mean, well, it's already happening. So please continue. To do the dispatching live end of show pile on, say whatever you want. Because, you know, this is out of transport. I mean, you can, come on. Can you or can you not do whatever you want? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> See, I didn't say you cost. could, right? I didn't say <laughs> you could. I asked if you could. Yes, um, you can. And, and just, just, I mean, this is actually why I started the show. Just looking at random loads on random searches begins a whole conversation. And there's so much these just these lists of loads provide so much interesting information. I know we're yeah. trying to book loads, but I mean, you had an idea, right? You were gonna you were gonna make eleven hundred dollars around Dallas, like you saw it. Right? right, and this is where, yeah. as we know, as dispatchers, somebody's in their truck. Like, why didn't you book it? And the answer is, well, I tried. Yeah. Are they both yeah. gone? I, don't, I mean, if a driver, yeah, and if a driver was sitting there, they're driving. They don't have time to call like that over and over and over. Oh again. no, you know they don't. I mean? No, no, they're busy trying to schedule an appointment and request a certificate of insurance. <laughs> this is yeah. this is why. This is literally why. I always go back to, I do not understand people that have a beef with dispatchers. It's bananas. It would be like, well, we don't allow cashiers. You can't have a, cashiers are illegal. All right, well, who's going to take the order? Well, not the cashier. (laughs) That's illegal. (laughs) Okay, so the guy, I don't know, the dishwasher, the cook, the owner, anybody but the cashier we don't do cashiers like i don't get it i can't process that information and by the way go ahead and check out of let me know go ahead and check out of the drugstore next time you're trying to check out of the drugstore and you can't get a human being the robot tells you you need you need customer service assistance perfect time to think about why you hate dispatchers because you you see this happening. You go into stores, you try to buy something from the robot, and it says assistance needed, assistance required, and they need a, they need a person to come by and hit a button, and there's no people in the store. Have you seen this? Well, I want to thank everybody so much for jumping in the live chat. 
thank you so much. Sue's busy, really. She's got a Sorry. lot to do. No, I know you're busy. <laughs> Renee is busy. Sue is busy. Um, and as I said on Tuesday night, Kevin Parada is busy. Um, we have got a great show lined up for Tuesday night. We're going to do... I want to say it's Carrier Tech Transparency. And we're going to talk about mobile apps and technology. I think the crux of the, the main crux... Crux is a word, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> the main crux is uh, uh, Skip Kavanaugh put up a LinkedIn article about GPS and that everybody everybody requires it. The shippers, the auctions, the dealers, everybody except the carrier is, is, is like, yeah, I want to know where the car is. But many carriers do not want GPS turned on. And the thing is, I'm going to say, it doesn't matter what somebody wants. It's going to happen. If you're a non-GPS carrier, I think your business is going to suffer in the future. You're not on that show, yeah. Sue, but do you, I mean, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's... I don't want it. It is. I have no dog in this fight, but I do believe that's true. It's just going to be a more... And even... It's interesting. I'll bet you there's going to come a time where the insurance company is going to want to know where the carrier is, and that's going to be part of the insurance requirement. I don't know. Speculation live. But GPS... and uh, But I do agree with non-invasive GPS is also a good idea. I still believe in civil liberties and personal privacy and all right. that stuff. So maybe business GPS, right? Monday through Friday, 8 yeah. to 5. Not when I'm in the bathroom. Well, that, and I was just going to say, <laughs> that's, a, that's like the, but here's the thing is, too. I don't want, I don't know if we need a camera of your, like, square footage just, with, like, <laughs> would within five miles during Monday... To, through Friday, 8 to 5, within 5 miles of your actual location. Is that reasonable? Within 10 miles? Yeah. I, I mean, five, yeah, 5, 10 miles. Yeah. yeah. I don't need within... So that way we don't know you're wherever. <laughs> a millimeter? Yeah. It's not about that. I don't know. Again, I don't have a dog in this fight. That's what we're going to talk about Tuesday night, so... Um, thanks for tuning in, chiming in. We're going to let you go. we got to get this show on the road. So, Sue, thank you so much for everything you do. Thanks for everybody in the live chat. Really do appreciate you. All right, what do we, what do we say, office? Bye, everybody. Goodbye, Sue. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Sue. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Take okay. care. And I'll see get you guys. That, I'll get that graphic fixed. I promise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Take care. <laughs> See you. Bye.